This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast, episode 77. And, uh, you know, I am, I'm referring to this episode, and I can almost do it for every episode. It's like the never-ending story. And, and, you know, not like that little 80s movie with the dog with the big ears. I mean, it's just, you know what I'm saying? It is a never-ending story. And, and we're going to get to some of that. And, and, you know, actually and unfortunately, I mean, every week is almost like the never ending story. Um, you know, uh, let, let me give you all a perspective real quick before we, we get into the meet. We got a guest here as well, along with our, our regular pan, regular panel. But um, just put it in perspective. I want you to think about this. OK, last year in, in the U.S., there were over 2000 police shootings in the U.S. that resulted in death. 2020. Do you know how many the UK has had in the last 10 years? 200. Anybody else want to guess? K-Dub, you want to take a guess? I was going to say, what, 35? Vi, you want to take a guess? Um, 250. (laughs) Vi sound like he on the price is right. 250. (laughs) Higher, higher, higher. (laughs) 251. (laughs) <laughs> no, you, no, you didn't tell you be 22. Can you believe yeah. that? In the last 10 years, the UK has only had 22 police shootings that resulted in death. Last year, uh, we had over, I think, almost like uh, over 2,200. It's ridiculous. It's out of control. I mean, we, we're going to talk about it, um, you know, go into, into death, kind of get an update from Syracuse mm-hmm. Mike. About uh, you know, we do our week in review with news, and then out on the backside, we'll talk about it. We got to get to our guest, and I'm I'm really let me see if she's still there. She may have run away because you know we were you not know, play the mixes before the show, so you know I don't want to you know hype her up too. Much. She's like, where am I, <laughs> what am I? What am I going to be on today? What is it now? Hey, Jacqueline uh, Esquire, Hi. how are you? How are you doing today? No, I'm good. I was on. I listened to the whole mix. Uh, MC Light, and then you went to Neo, and I'm not here for it all. I loved it. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the NYC. I know you appreciate that stuff. I know you appreciate I, it. I, I do appreciate MC Light. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being on today. We're going to get to you um, in a few minutes. Just kind of hang with uh our frivolity, but it all adds up. It all means something. We kind of mix it up because let me tell you, I mean, if you didn't mix it up and kind of not make light of the situation, but at least, you know, have some levity about it. We, we, you go crazy. I mean, you would literally go crazy. Um, You know, I I was having a conversation with a friend about, um, you know, driving on the highways in Georgia. And when all these situations occur, there's a lot of anxiety when you get behind the wheel of a car. I don't care where you are. I don't care, you know, your status in life. There's just some, there's an, a level of uncomfort as a black driver driving while black. Say just anxiety as well. Period. What's go, what's going to happen when I step out my front door? Absolutely. And I'm not trying to scare people, but that's the reality. Mm. That is, that is our reality, you know, and, and uh, you know, and even white folks, it's crazy because, you know, I was watching, um, and I don't watch 700 club, but I'm, I'm watching, uh, Rev Al today. And uh, what's his name? Pat Robertson. You know, he kind of looks, Pat Robertson looks like a Martian cause you're getting his head's getting bigger and his body's getting smaller. 
But y'all know Pat Robertson, right, from the 700 Club. I thought he was, like, dealing with early onset. Oh, no. He's doing the show. Something. He's doing that show. I don't care if it's early on, whatever. But, uh, you know, he's doing the show. But he is even saying something needs to be done about the police. I never thought this ultra-conservative yeah. dude. Yeah, Pat I saw that. I Mr. saw that. Mr. 700 Club? Mr. Yeah. 700 Club? Yes. Love everybody? Yeah. No, no. You know, but yeah, but, but Robertson is ultra conservative. For him to come yeah, out yeah. and and yeah. say that, I'm I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. when I read that, so yeah, if he's saying something, it just <laughs> and, and you I can't get no wider than him. No, you can't. You're absolutely right, Vi. It's amazing, and I don't know why uh-huh. y'all. I and and one more thing, and we're gonna get to the introductions, but y'all please get John Boehner from off TV. I mean, you know, former retired. He was the, uh, Speaker of the, Speaker Speaker of the, the house, house, right? The one that, the orange, the other orange guy. And kept, kept, kept sticking it to Obama. Now he's out here, you know, trying to make himself a hero when he was a coward. I mean, this whole thing could have been fixed. Mm-hmm. He was, he was, uh, Speaker of the house when Sandy Hook happened. So it's like a lot of this stuff could have been fixed under his watch. If he wasn't trying to be, and excuse my language, um, uh, attorney and, and Vi. But if he wouldn't be, if he wouldn't try to be such a dick to Obama and had done some type of gun control legislation but in, on a, mm-hmm. in a bipartisan way after Sandy Hook, instead of buying into all that crap, then we would have, we would have gotten this fixed. And I can't believe every time I see him now, he's got, you know, he's got a book. Everybody's got a book to try to, you know, clear their conscience or whatever mm-hmm. they're trying to do. It's just amazing. Go sit down right. and, and, and smoke some of that weed he's promoting. He was, remember, he was anti-marijuana. <laughs> oh. Now he's in the weed business. He ugh, Anyway. Maybe uh-huh. that's why. Maybe he but, got that ooh-wee. He got that ooh-wee and it just changed but, his life. But aren't we still fight? Aren't they still fighting? Still fighting what? The gun control. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what I'm saying is he could have rallied his folks because in my opinion, Sandy Hook was just the lowest of the low, you know, and I, I don't even want to talk about the horror that those parents had to go through, you know. So they're still, they're still, still going, going through. through. They are still going through. And, and for them to do nothing and for him to stand in the way of Prezo, which actually he was ready to do something, and for him to not rally his side of the aisle to do something after Sandy Hook. I think it's one of the most egregious uh, malpractice, uh, whatever you want to call it, of any politician ever after that situation happened, for them to do nothing. Uh, you know, I, it, it's unforgettable. I'll never forget him for that. So I don't know why he's out here. I just hate turning on the news now because he's pimping a book now. So uh, let me- I don't know. You didn't just see that. Don't giving him airtime for I'm what? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, damn, I said his name. Here we go. All right, let me move on. This is the G Podcast. Each week we do news, politics, <laughs> that pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B's coming up and more. Uh, the panel is here, y'all. And and I just got to say, uh, Dave, we call him David Banner. Uh, <laughs> the country commentator. He, he sits in Columbus as we speak, but he's the pride of Mary Persons High School in Forsyth, Georgia, 30-year military uh, I almost called you military brat, but 30 nope. year military vet. Y'all give military, it up for Vice yeah. in the building. Yeah. What's up, my brother? My peoples. He is here. He is here, y'all. 
and and I'm gonna get to Wyo. We're gonna we're gonna try to get her in here in a few minutes. But I got to go to. He's a, a musician, songwriter, producer. Uh, the show's music director out of Dayton, Ohio, the one and only. And before I go, before I, I throw you a kudos, your, your, your applause, your air horn to you, K-Dub, let me say this, man. I got in the car and I had to do an hour drive right at the point of that shooting that happened in Indi- Indianapolis, right? So, you know, enough on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I consume a lot of news. So this was just like, I can't believe it. I woke up that morning just flabbergasted another one here we go so 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 k-dub i can't play it on the show but that's why i was throwing i had to throw on some mother's finest man i had to throw on oh, some yeah. baby jean i had to throw on some some funkadelic i was listening to some maggot brain and some parliament funkadelic i just had to clear my mind you know yeah 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 <laughs> yeah george said just led on the radio and let the vibes flow through you yeah know? so <laughs> So funk I, not I, only moves, it can remove. Yeah, that's what, and, and funk, <laughs> the funk was, had to remove. The funk had to remove. Cause I, I definitely, man, I had to put on, I put on the, um, Tanya B, it was the Funkadelic Essentials, uh, from, <laughs> from Apple mm-hmm. Music. So it was like, mm. uh, get up for the downstroke and mm-hmm. theme mm-hmm. from the black. Motor booty? Was Motor booty Motor affair. Motor booty. Uh, yeah. Did it go back to I want to testify? Or did it yes. pick up in yes. the seventh? All the wow. way back. All the way back to what's his name? Eddie, who played the Eddie Hazel. Eddie, Eddie Hazel. Hazel. Going back to Eddie Hazel. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. So so mm-hmm. I had I had to I had to use the funk to remove some of what was going right. on. So mm-hmm. you absolutely you absolutely right. So y'all give it up for the one and only K Dub. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Thank you. Oh, in the house. See, breaking his studio time to come over and be on this podcast. Appreciate you, man. And our digital man, no problem. Appreciate you, man. Our digital entertainment guru hooking us up with hot tea. She has a brand new show, y'all. Give it up for the brand. Let me just give it up for the brand new show. It's called The Bird Wire. I was loving it. It's on every Friday night at 10 p.m. on Castropolis.net. You can stream it. And also you can stream it. Somebody's uh, playing chimes right now. Here we go. And <laughs> you can also play. You can also hear it? it. I don't know. Who is it? Where did it go? It's not me. <laughs> That's fine. Not me. <laughs> hey, man, I tried to silence it. <laughs> no, I told they y'all. What is it? Won't say. Get today. <laughs> <laughs> the grandfather thought the wing silenced You oh, silence today. I tried to silence oh. it. Okay. But anyway, it, it's on at 10 o'clock on Friday night. <laughs> And then on Saturday at noon, I just jump in. Just oh, he don't know. He knows. He he knows it too. He knows what he's doing. Uh, but y'all give it up for the one and only Tanya B is in the building. Tanya B, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. How you doing? I know we we're going through a lot right now, so I just want to bring a little bit of le- like levity to the uh, the situation. Got you. If I make you laugh, if I make you smile, and how I deliver. Yeah, my tea, you know. All, all good, all good. Got to give a little bit, just a little bit. I think I heard her voice. Uh, she's the pride of the Mac town, making Georgia's own. She's a poet, community activist, entrepreneur. She motivates us with her poetic peace movement. Y.O. is in the building. Y'all give it up for one and only Y.O. Let's yeah. say Y.O. Y.O., what up? Hey, Y.O., I have um, my sister listening to the podcast, and she is a fan of yours. She's like, who is that Yo girl? I said, 
Yep. I know, right? No, but Not- she said no. She said she is a fan. So shout out to Darlene in Maryland. There you go. All right. Let's give it. Let's give it up for Wild. Let's give it up. There you go. And our guest this week, for real, she's managing director of Black Creative Filings LLC, and that's BLK, correct? Um, what, what, how should I refer to you? Uh, how, how would you like me to refer to you? You can call me Jackie. Jackie, that's okay, fine. cool. cool. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Jackie, um, she's Thank uh, you. managing director of Black Creative Filings LLC. They help Black creatives develop by providing business services, LLC services, web services, and a whole lot more. Y'all give it up for Jacqueline McIntosh, Shedrick Esquire. Give it up for y'all. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank all right. You. All right. Thank you. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite, uh, marriage? Oh, no, no, no. What's your favorite, uh, MC Light song, by the way, since we got you here? Since you were, dro- okay, you were no. grooving, since you were grooving to some MC Light. <laughs> the one you played was my favorite one. I don't know names, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I know all the 80s rappers, like, that, okay. but I know that's a classic. Yeah, Poor Georgie. Um, Little Georgie. Was that it? Tanya yeah. B, Poor Georgie? Georgia Ford. I think so. I, I don't know her. I don't know the names of her songs like that, but I know I like that song. Yep, that, like was, that. that was Georgia Ford. Yep, good choice. Good choice. All right, y'all. Let's Thank do you. this. <laughs> let's do this. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, let's do our news. Now we had a lot go on this week. Just bear with us. Uh, but we got to come back and talk about it. But first, I mean, we're gonna have a chance to talk to our guest about uh, get her opinion on one of these stories as well as talk about her business. But let's go ahead and uh, do our news with Syracuse Mike, and we'll be right back. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Police officials say the fatal shooting of a 20-year-old Minneapolis young man was an accident. On body camera video released by officials, it appears the officer shouts taser before firing her gun at Dante Wright. This appears to me, from what I viewed and the officer's reaction and distress immediately after, that this was an accidental discharge that resulted in a tragic death Mr. Wright. That's Brooklyn Center Police Chief Tim Gannon. The officer has been placed on administrative leave. A curfew was in effect last night after Sunday night's protests, violence, and looting in Brooklyn Center, which is a suburb north of Minneapolis. The shooting of another young black man happening about 15 miles from where George Floyd was killed. Not far away in testimony Monday, George Floyd's younger brother, Felonis Floyd, described his sibling as the big mama's boy. You know, every mother loves all of her kids, but it was so unique how they were with each other. That testimony in the murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. Also earlier in the day, Chauvin's lead attorney sought to have the jury sequestered in light of the fatal police shooting in Brooklyn Center. In Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, the police chief and the officer who fatally shot Dante Wright, a 20-year-old black man, have both submitted their resignations. Mayor Mike Elliott. I'm hoping that this will help uh, bring some calm to uh, to the community. Although, uh, you know, I think ultimately people want justice. They want, you know, full accountability under the law. Uh, and so that's what we're going to continue to work for. Uh, we have to, you know, make sure that um, justice is served, uh, justice is done. Earlier in the week, Chief Tim Gannon said the officer grabbed her gun by mistake, thinking it was her taser. Also not far away in Minneapolis, lawyers for Derek Chauvin began presenting their case in the former policeman's murder trial. The defense case Tuesday got underway by calling to the stand a now-retired police officer who pulled over a car in which George Floyd was a passenger in 2019. The defense wanted to use that incident a year before Floyd's encounter with Chauvin to support their case that a drug overdose may have caused his death last year. 
Jurors could start deliberations as soon as early next week. The Food and Drug Administration and the CDC are asking states to pause using Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine after six people Uh in the U.S. developed blood clots. One woman died and another is in critical condition. The Georgia Department of Health has placed a pause on usage of the J&J vaccine. So if you've received the Johnson & Johnson shot, what should you do? If it's been over a month, you have very little to worry about. If you got the shot recently, watch for severe headaches or severe abdominal pain, leg pain, or shortness of breath. If you experience any of these, call your doctor. A white female police officer who shot a young black motorist during a traffic stop in a Minneapolis suburb was arrested today and charged with second-degree manslaughter. Kim Potter, a 26-year veteran of the Brooklyn Center Police Department who turned in her badge on Tuesday, was taken into custody by agents in nearby St. Paul. She's being held without bond. In Minneapolis, a medical expert who testified for the defense in the Derek Chauvin trial, saying he believed that George Floyd's death was a result of heart disease, actually agreed with a prosecutor that Floyd should have been given immediate first aid. Dr. David Fowler also told the jury he believed exhaust fumes from the police car near Floyd may have contributed to his death last year. Former Minneapolis cop Derek Chauvin will not testify in his murder trial. The judge made sure that was his decision before the defense rested its case. Does anyone promise anything or threaten you in any way to keep you from testifying? No promises or threats, Your Honor. Do you feel that your decision not to testify is a voluntary one on your behalf? Yes, it is. Legal experts say it is no surprise that Chauvin will not take the stand. Defense attorneys rarely recommend that their clients testify. Closing arguments are expected Monday. A gunman shot and killed eight people and injured several others at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis before taking his own life. Authorities have confirmed he's a 19-year-old former employee at the facility. The incident occurred at an operations center near the airport after 11 p.m. Thursday. Vice President Kamala Harris had this reaction to the latest mass shooting. And again, we have families in our country that are grieving the loss of their family members because of gun violence. At least 30 people have been killed in mass shootings around the U.S. in the last month. There were protests in Chicago last night after Chicago officials released a graphic body camera video showing a police officer shooting and killing 13-year-old Adam Toledo while he appeared to be raising his hands in an alley. This happened more than two weeks ago. Officers were chasing Toledo and a 21-year-old man around 2.30 in the morning after they received notification of shots fired in the area. Amazing. Mm-mm-mm. One thing, and I want to uh, throw it to um, Attorney Jackie of uh, Black Creative Filings, but I do want to say one thing. Um, this person they put up for the defense, the medical expert, two issues that I saw, and I, you know, I watched some of this live last week. One, from what I heard, he was involved in a Maryland, in a Maryland cover-up, a similar case. And two... He's South African and he's white South African. And I don't know about y'all, but when I heard that he was from South Africa and he's white South African, I said, you know, his interest, <laughs> you know, it, it, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> they had to go that far to get somebody who yes. would partially agree with them. Nobody in any other country, nobody in this state, <laughs> well, and nobody in the U.S. But they had to go to get somebody in South Africa, the land of apartheid. Where well, they he, could, again, you could kill somebody black and get away with it. Yeah, he's practicing here now, but that's his country of origin. So, you know, you're still right. You're still absolutely right. It's not. My point is, it's like 
if anybody over the time of apartheid, if they were, you know, as many people as they killed secretly, you know what I mean? Um, it, it just baffled me, shocked mm. me that they would they would use him with the controversy in Maryland, the cover up one, and then the fact that he's white South African. It's just amazing, just amazing. Hey, but I want to. They I wanna, call themselves Afrikaans. Afrikaans. Yep, absolutely. So the white South Africans. They yep. call Afri- Afrikaans. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely right. Wild. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I want to I say again, um, she's Managing Director of Black Creative Filings. Uh, Jackie is here. Jackie, thank you so much for being on, on the G Podcast, um, you know, taking the time today. Hey, I want to I get your opinion before you give us some information on Black Creative Filings on the, um, what's your thoughts? And, and don't predict. I'm not asking you to predict the Chauvin trial because, you know, the, the jury is completely unpredictable. I hate this situation because you, you just don't know what the jury is going to do. But what are your thoughts so far? Do you think um, the prosecution the prosecution has laid out a fairly decent case? What do you think? Well, first, thank you for having me. Um, I think the prosecution did a great job. However, I know that the, there's a juror on there that's a chemist who has a science background. Hmm. I'm really concerned about him because if he doesn't say, if he doesn't vote guilty, it'll be a mistrial. So I'm only concerned about that one juror. And that's it. So we'll see. Um, you know what? I I don't know. This is a hard one. This is a hard one. I think people think it's slam dunk, and it's not. And it, it looks slam dunk. It should be slam dunk. But if it wasn't for this juror, and I don't know why the prosecution allowed this juror to be on the jury. Like, I can't figure out why you did not use any, any of your uh, ex- exemptions to get him off the jury. Because he's like the worst jury you want in this situation. Why do you why why, so, why do you point to the fact that he's a chemist? Um, I think they're going to. They've been talking about the drug thing so much, and obviously, okay, uh, he had a drug problem. That's not the reason why he was killed. However, if you had a lot of if this chemist believes that due to his drug interaction or with his heart, he already had a heart condition. Mm-hmm. If they're going to say, oh, well, maybe he would have died regardless. I don't know. I don't trust that jurist. I don't know why he's on the jury. Like, I cannot figure out why this prosecutor would al- allow this because it's, this was a bad idea to yeah. have him on the jury. Like, yeah. horrible. Because I, I, I personally feel like it's going to be a mistrial. I have a question, what you were saying, um, sure. Jackie, about the holding with the chemist. Do you think, and now, you know, it's coming out, and it was one of those experts that uh, said he believed that. Um, and I never thought about this, but that some of the um, carbon dioxide are the fumes that yeah. Floyd ingested while he was being murdered um, could have contributed to his death. Do you think in terms of this person with this scientific background that that would be a blessing or a curse? And just to, to put it out there, because you're talking I about think- you know, gases, people get, you know, people, you know, you see people, right. they get in their um, garages and they die from carbon monoxide from the fumes. Yeah, but why was he down there? Why was he down <laughs> there in the first point. place? So, no, no, exactly. I'm saying, you but could, he, yeah. you could have carbon monoxide poisoning, right? Yeah. Did he have in that time? You, could have killed, you killed him from it. That's fine. Like, you put his, you know, mm-hmm. he was down there. Had he been able to get up and get some air, that'd be great. Um, I think it'll work to, uh, in a more positive manner, because he, had he not had his knee on his neck, he would have been able to get up and not, would have 
had to uh, ingest that of uh, those uh, fumes. So I think that will work. My biggest concern, and it's really not the not the um, the expert. He's not really an expert. He's a guy who literally goes around and just testifies for cops. Yep. Great. And, and they had to go out their way to find him. My biggest concern is the chemist because mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what he's thinking. On the jury. I don't know if he, that, that's my biggest thing. And I don't know why he's on the jury. Like, if that's, that's the only thing. I think the prosecution did a great job. I'm really concerned about the chemist. Yeah. That's, that's really about it. Let me say this, Tanya B. I was watching it when um, this expert, quote unquote, was talking about the fumes uh, from the vehicle. And they had uh, evidence to prove that the levels weren't high enough. The problem was that the uh, prosecution didn't enter that as evidence. And the, the judge wouldn't allow them to go back and add it as evidence at that late date. And the mm. defense complained that this expert was already on a plane heading home when they brought up the objection. So what they did was um, they went back and had a rebuttal witness come in. And that's why they called the rebuttal witness at the end. So he could come back and, and give a rebuttal to uh, this uh, South African, the African, uh, as Y.O. mentions, uh, as they call themselves in, in South Africa. Um, you know, so yeah, yeah. You know what my, I'm sorry. You know what my question is? Yeah, go ahead. You kind of know what the discovery is going to be, though. That's yeah. the whole idea. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So, You're good. Go ahead. Okay. Um, generally, when you're doing discovery in a case, mm. you kind of know what the other side is going to bring. Yeah. Like, you know what the, what the um, angle is going to be. My question is, why did the prosecutor not see that angle coming? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think that was a brand new thing. Yeah. So I would have thought you'd be more prepared for that angle. However, I guess they weren't. So it's a concern, but it's really not that much of a concern. My biggest concern is the chemist. Okay, good point. Like, good I think, point. yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, that's that. a very that's a very good point. That's something I had not heard before and was not aware of. So, uh, thank thanks for thanks for letting us know about that. But on to you and your 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 company, Black Creative Filings LLC. Uh, again, uh, you help uh, Black creatives develop by providing business services, LLC services, web services. And, and and my question is, what what made you decide to get into, um, into the business of helping Black creatives? Because we hard headed, Jackie. You know, you, <laughs> you know. Um, you know what? I it was out of frustration, more or less. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you kind of get tired of people having these great ideas and not knowing where to start with, mm. or falling for the trap that because they're artists, they can't make money off their art. Um. Also, I kind of got tired of people being so concerned about like what white people were doing to stop them from business is like, no, you can just start your own business and this is how we're going to do it. Um, it was, it was definitely built out of frustration. Um, and now we've been, we felt, I think we've helped about a hundred businesses wow. since we started in August. Good stuff. Um, I grew up in a fairly, in a family that always had a side hustle. So my mother's a wealth manager, but she always had like real estate. My father, he was a uh, police officer but he also had a security company. Mm. Uh, it's just something I kind of grew up with. So my goal has always been to help people of color or encourage people of color to maybe think about adding a different stream of income and something that's more fun. Like, you know, you can have a nine to five, but if you can actually make income doing something you love or that you're really good at outside of your nine to five, it's kind of freeing in a way. Yeah. 
Yeah, so true. Where where do you see black creatives struggling the most? As you you've worked with about you, with your new business, a hundred people. Where, where are you seeing yeah. the most struggle? Um, structure and not creating not creating a separation between business and personal. Hmm. So everyone does something based off a handshake, and a handshake is not great. Um. Sometimes you kind of you have a miscommunication of relationships. So if you get a contract with someone, let's say you want to partner with somebody, mm-hmm. you say, hey, we're going to have a contract. And it's no offense to you. I just want to make sure that we we have a clear understanding of what our relationship is and what the expectations are in this business relationship. So I've seen a lot of that. Um, not separating their personal assets from business assets. That's a big thing. Uh, and that's by you know creating an LLC or creating an S corp or a corporation or something else, because uh, if you don't do that, then you kind of put yourself up for a lot of liability in case mm-hmm. something goes wrong. Uh, and but things like that, just more not creating a structure for their business. Gotcha. Tanya B's got a question. Um, go to Tanya B. Go ahead, Tanya. Okay, actually, I have two, and it's interesting that you say this, is because I was last night I was watching Iyanla Fix My Life, and it was a husband and wife, and they had a breakdown. They had a business, and they had not defined the roles of who does what. And it came out that they had not filed taxes for the business in five years. Mm. And the man said, well, I figured my wife would do that because that's him. But she's not an accountant. So maybe that's not her area of expertise. But then he turned around and said, I don't trust you. So my question is, do you find that there's more of a breakdown, like you said, with the business and the personal amongst just, you know, people who may get together, whether they're friends or, you know, former work associates or family? Or is it kind of? Is, yeah. Is there a balance of it? Is it worse with family members who just don't know, again, how to separate? Or again, like you said, they don't define what their roles and responsibilities are, hence a business plan. But mm-hmm. Yeah, we make assumptions a lot of times. And I think what in, in the example you gave, they both were, they built a business based off assumptions of what the other should do. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a sit down meeting saying, hey, I understand that we're husband and wife. However, in this business venture, what are our roles? What what am I supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? What will I get out of this? What will you get out of this? And taxes, depending on what your structure is for an LLC, it really shouldn't be that difficult. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you have to pay what you have to pay. But if you're an LLC and let's say you're a single member or even if you're a partner, all you're going to do is a Schedule C, which is a regular 1040, which is a profit and loss statement. So it's kind of just sitting down and being organized and understanding what your profit and loss is, understanding what are your expenses and what do you bring in. And at the end of the day, it's kind of just people need to get a QuickBooks account and keep it simple. Mm -hmm. All right. I I guess I say that if you can, I I work where I have a a tendency to get a lot of people who are independent recording artists and they always say, <laughs> learn the business. Even if you don't do taxes, learn how to read a royalty statement. This is how you make your income. And it seems like, you know, those things that are not convenient are the things that really contribute to the end of the business. And they say, well, so-and-so did this and I had this person doing that. And, you know, I always tell them, don't use your cousin, brother, or your friend Peanut from high school to manage your Mm. affairs because that is not their area of expertise. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The devil's in the details, honestly. Mm. I mean, my friend and I, we do actually a weekly series with music artists about, Mm. you know, stop losing, stop leaving money on the table. Yes. For artists. I see that all the time. Um, 
Yeah, and it happens all the time. It's really about, I agree, don't get, you can have someone manage you, manage you that you know. However, tr- you need to know that they will get expertise to manage you well. Like, you know, we, you know, some people don't come in knowing everything. However, they have to be willing to learn and learn quickly. Yes. If they're not willing to learn and learn quickly, then they're probably not of use to you at this point in time. <laughs> so, yeah, or, you know, and if when it comes down to it, know that there is value in paying someone, whether you have to go to an accountant, an attorney, mm-hmm. you know, or someone who knows what they're doing that will help you. Don't think, again, you can do it yourself. These people have these areas of expertise for a reason. And, you know, just again, I always say invest the, invest in the process and invest the time and trust the process. Okay. My other question to you is down here in Atlanta, this whole thing about black creatives is really, really growing. And a lot of them, um, they have them that is like six or seven people that will live in a house and all they do is create all of this stuff. And, um, there is an attorney now who is managing a group of these black creatives. Um, cool. I guess, yeah, my question is, you know, again, you can have an attorney, but if he's a real estate attorney, he may not be the person for you. Um, so I guess yeah. my question, <laughs> I'm just thinking that, I, mean, I guess it's the right way to go. But again, um, I guess with structure, I just hope that these and they're young people, millennials, you know, and they, they are, they're creative and they're creating apps and, you know, clothing lines and just all these different things. I, I think it's great that they're doing this, but I hope along the way they're also learning. And, um, you know, I guess, you know, for black creators, what do you think if you had to say there are two people you must have in your camp or, you know, as part of your team, who do you think those people would be, whether it's an accountant uh, you know, somebody who, uh, somebody that's a business mentor, you know, cause I want to, I really want to see these young people do well, yeah. but I don't want them to lose focus and I don't want them to get ripped off. Yep. So true. If it, yeah. If it were me, I would say I would find a business attorney with a tax background. Like I'm, I'm a business attorney with a tax background. Um, someone who can maybe do both to a degree. And then I would get a digital person because obviously digital is the way you should go. So I'd get a digital professional, professional first. And, yeah. um, and what, then what get either them? an accountant or get an attorney. Those I would say attorney because I think there's a lot more contracts. And if you give them with a tax background, yep. it can work well for you. You can get an accountant as well. I think that's fine. But if I was if I was an artist, I would have a digital professional with me who I know could muse, mm-hmm. could move my music forward purposely. Mm-hmm. And then I would have either an accountant or an attorney, you know, preferably an attorney with a, a tax background. But that's that's what I do. My only concern with what you just said was that, you know, you have the creatives in one house. And I think that's great. Um, I just hope they're not all using the same attorney <laughs> for some <laughs> yeah. reason. I was thinking uh, I about like, that. Yeah, I'm a record <laughs> label. But using the record right. label's attorney to do your contracts in yeah. conflict yeah. of interest kind of situation. Yeah, it's not like a TLC type thing. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about, actually. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I would definitely search my own attorney. Also, I didn't realize it was a problem until recently. People go to the wrong type of attorneys. Like, they'll go to a real estate attorney, like you said, for, like, a contract issue. With you guys mm-hmm. to music, and I think you should know what type of attorney you need for what you're doing. So you're not going to go to a criminal attorney for a going over your royalty statement or things like that. Exactly. Um, 
I didn't realize it was a problem until like I've come across about three new clients who went to a criminal attorney to help them with their music career. And it's a problem. <laughs> I didn't realize it was one, but it is a big problem down here in Atlanta because you know this is one of the hubs of the music industry, oh. allegedly. And <laughs> I just opened an office there. So yeah, I I know. I know it's it's interesting. Uh, I actually have a lot of contacts in Atlanta. Like most of my family is in Atlanta. It has like different businesses throughout the area. If, you, um, if you're from New York, yeah. they in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. The, the migration, they migrate from it, from New York to Atlanta. So yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're everywhere <laughs> thinking it is, I couldn't make it in LA. So I'm going to go to Atlanta because it's cheaper. And mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole, the landscape and just the, the music business period overall in every aspect has changed and you can't do business today on the old business model. Yep, number so one, no. number two, young people. I say this all the time, just because you think you have a hot track just don't throw it up on the internet and think it's going to do everything on its own. So I, 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 I love what you're doing. I want to be a client. It was just based on what you said. <laughs> a lot of clients I could send you. You know what, but Jackie, again, let me, let me say just, this, Jackie, don't let her get your f- free advice from you on, on no, the, no, the no, podcast. No, no, no. I'm going to put you on front street right, right now. <laughs> Let me tell you, I know I do free classes every Thursday. Every Thursday I do free classes. I do two classes. One towards just black creatives, like trying to build a business. And then one literally towards black artists, like rappers and musicians. Listen, I can give away all the information. It doesn't mean people are going to take it or or they can even do it, you know. Uh, But I love, I love this type of conversation. I love giving information and making sure people understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. They they know where to come to. Tanya B, don't get, don't put me in the T. Don't get mad. Hey, but you know the T is coming up, so I got to ask one thing before we go on, because uh, oh. Tanya B, let me tell you, Jackie, Tanya B will keep this conversation going for an hour because she got. Oh, I, I mean, this, this, see, this, <laughs> this is her wheelhouse. So I'm gonna stop it right here. And I got to ask people, how can people contact you, Jackie? How can they get in contact with you? Okay, um, you can go to our our website, blkcreativefilings.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash BLK Creative Filings, Instagram. Um, I'm pretty, you can find me. I'm pretty easily accessible. Uh, but any one of those platforms. Excellent. And Tanya B, Tanya B, I'm going to give you mm-hmm. one more question because you know T is coming up. So let me give you one more question for, for Jackie. Okay. We got to let yeah. her go. ahead. Jackie, would you defend me if I um, decide to uh, take away Tommy B's rap cred? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think you need a different type of attorney. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we, we do. Let me say this. I just say I get it a lot. We don't. We talk for free as much as we would like to. Yeah. But again, mm-hmm. I always tell anybody: there's value in someone like you. Mm-hmm. You are professional and you're an expert in your area for a reason. Yeah. So to 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 expect free doesn't happen. And again, I say, invest. You know what you're talking about. There's value in what you do, so people got to pay you. Yeah. Let, oh, me no, say, let, me, let me say this, Jackie. <laughs> no, they, let me say this, Jackie. Let no, me say this, Tanya B. I'm just joking because I do a free webinar every Wednesday, and yeah. I'm giving, I give away mm-hmm. information every Wednesday, half hour on podcasting. Tanya B does free free webinars, um, and and when when we didn't have COVID, she was traveling. 
Uh-huh. Um, so I, we get it. I'm just joking around. Just, we know, she, we know okay. they'll, they'll pay us eventually. <laughs> so eventually. Yeah, I'm trying to get my pressure up. No fried <laughs> fish for you. No chicken, no pasta, no Ooh, seafood. No damn. Nut. Okay. All right, y'all. She is managing director of Black can Creative I, Filings. Wait, no, you can't. Can no, you can't. no, no, you can't. I'm sorry. Offline. <laughs> oh, is, it, is it Vi or V or Vi? Oh, Are no, you no, an no. alpha? Oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Are you a, are you an alpha? No, no he's on. He's on. Uh, he's, he's got oh, okay, himself I'm on. I'm an alpha. I just saw, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> he's got himself <laughs> on David mute. Bannett. He's got himself I know. on mute. He's crazy. Okay, well, I thank you so much. Was, all right. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, again, thank you for having me. Oh no, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we had to get you in the schedule, and, and you know, for for some reasons that everybody's going through, we had to reschedule. You know, you for this day. We appreciate you coming back and doing the show. Uh, y'all give it up for Jacqueline McIntosh, uh, Cedric Esquire, yes. who's doing her Thank thing, you, doing Jackie a phenomenal Mack. job, yes. and I'm going to give you the air horn for that, too. So, so Jackie, I'll make sure that I have your website, your web information on the uh, podcast page, and um, you know, I know we'll get some some folks reaching out to us uh, for more information, and, and I know you're doing the... Um, the, the weeklies, uh, let us know about, make sure I get that information so I can put that on the podcast page as well. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank right. y'all for having me. No, thank you so much. And and with that, y'all let's, um, let's do a quick break. We'll do a break and we'll come back with Tanya B's tea and Tanya B them then stepped all on her tea. So if, if her tea is late, it's her fault. It ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back. y'all sipping the tea with Tanya B. Here she is, Miss. I got one question. <laughs> I, we had to, look, shout out to Jackie Mack one more time. I think. Yeah, let me give. Let me give Jackie Mack. Get educated. Get educated. Jackie <laughs> Mack is in the building. That's right. Yeah, I knew. Oh, you, you know what? But I, yeah. I, I knew, I knew it was gonna be you. I knew. I said Tanya B just go. She gonna have some questions for Jackie. And I'm glad you asked, because you asked a lot of really good questions to help people. So very good, very good. What you got on the tea side, uh, Tanya B? I'll be, we're only going to do a, a small cup. So I, first I want to talk about Nick Cannon. Now, he used to be called Mr. Get a Check, and now I just call him the king of the double up, because he's expecting another set of twins. Okay, now... Uh, you know, he gave, he had three women he was dealing with, gave him all the same Valentine's Day gift, I guess, so he couldn't mess it up. But where he messed up was when uh, two of those young ladies put the uh, Valentine's pictures on the Internet. And then there's another girl that came along and said, wait a minute, I love Nick Cannon. He's he, he my boo. And they were like, uh, no, I don't think so. So she's over there somewhere. We don't even talk about her, but he's got twins by Mariah Carey. 
And then he had uh, two, what I call kind of like the Oops Babies wow. by Brittany Bell. Um, he just had one baby in December. And then that same month, here comes this woman, Abby Della Rosa, who I talked about before. And she's all up and through and putting, you know, pictures of her, what is it, sonogram on uh, Instagram. What? She's expecting, <laughs> yes, uh, and her pregnancy photo shoot. And she's expecting twin boys from Nick Cannon. Oh, so I just say, what in the turban? <laughs> is going on with him. His turban so, too tight. So he got he, three I mean, sets of twins? Six kids. Three sets of twins? This second, no, this will be a second. The, the, the Oops Babies, the Brittany Bell, she has just a, a boy and a girl, and they came rather quickly because they were supposed to have broken up and he went back to the other girl then he came back to Britney so he just up there holding it up but okay I know he can afford these kids now and he will have to keep getting a check because I understand he doesn't for some reason he doesn't have to give Mariah money doesn't matter but still you've got four kids and two baby mamas mm. he's got to take care of and at some point in time he's going to have to do something for Mariah's kids so here you have six excuse me six kids three baby mamas and I just think uh, there was a song out uh, called I Got Protection some years ago and I think Nick needs to go listen to that wow. because if he keeps it up, he'll have a choir. He'll have, what, a basketball uh, starting lineup plus one. Then we got the Jacksons, the Silvers. Maybe he'll just go to Utah, be a Mormon like the Osmonds and have 13 kids, but some, I don't know what's going on. Nick is, is interesting, but he just keep popping out these babies like it's nothing. Yeah, he's pushing up on the Osmonds right about now. <laughs> Six but he's gonna end up kind of having hood twins because these kids are going to be uh twins are going to be close in age with the other children and i guess britney bell figures she did her job i guess and she's getting the money wow and uh that I guess she figured she's set for life. Okay, enough about him. Um, I want, I got to say this. I say karma is real. It can be a big dish served on a huge platter. And the person that's getting karma this week is Mary J. Blige's ex-husband, Ken Do. Hmm. Now, he um, had this artist. Her name is Star Shell. She was supposed to be the artist from Mary's Matriarch record label. Never happened. Um, she was going everywhere they would go. He was claiming she was going to be the next Mary J. Blige. And that remains to be seen. Uh, and come to find out that was his side piece. So he's taking Mary's money, spending it on the side piece. Mary was like, ah, uh, no. So Kendu got a couple of coins from the divorce. But here's the gag. Star Shell has dumped him. Wow. The side dumped him. She went and got a man with a real bag. Um, she says she's in love and she's about to have her second baby by this man. So Mary got the last laugh. And Kendu's actually blackballed from the industry, so nobody will touch him. Damn, second baby from this dude must be from Dubai. Because all of them, they, it, it just, it's crazy. Like, who was it? Um, Janet Jackson married someone from mm -hmm. the Middle East. The um, prince or whatever. The prince or whatever. Uh, Eve married. Didn't she marry a sheik or, or another? I, I think he was a, uh, I thought he was from the UK. He's from somewhere. I think she didn't want to come across the pond for the talk, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it just seems like and, all, uh, yeah. Yeah, all these, all these um, black female artists uh, wind up marrying these billionaires, these, you know, these folks who are super rich from other countries. So good for them, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, let me give them some up. Hey. Uh, okay, and I want to talk about not for, uh, for Kendo, not, not for Nick Ken, Pardon whatever, me? not for Kendo, whatever his name. I don't even know dude's name. Ken do Ken don't is Ken his don't. name. Ken don't. Um, there you go. Because we don't care about him. Uh, I want to. Of course, everybody's still kind of reeling from the death of DMX. And you know, I told you last week he had 15 kids. Well, guess what? What? 
Here comes little Latin Lupe from Philly with one-year-old twin boys claiming that DMX is her baby daddy. Wow. She showed up at the hospital before he passed away. Not They didn't kick her to the curb. They kicked her under the curb. And that song, remember, DMX, and now it's DNA. Because wow. she's got you know, the burden of proof. Uh, that would mean he has 17 kids. Mind you, I said these are twins a year old. Um, and this family is just wanting people to just don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't believe the hype. So many people out here scamming in the name of DMX, making money. His family gets nothing. Even all this music people have been playing, they get nothing. He didn't own the masters. So, uh, you know, people selling T-shirts and, you know, coffee mugs and, you know, uh, bandanas, all of that stuff. Yeah. Not licensed. They just said, don't drink the Kool-Aid and don't give anybody any money if they say they're related to DMX. Wow. That's uh, crazy. Speaking of DMX, um, he's got a, uh, his first posthumous record, I think you call it. It's a song yeah. called Been to War. It's out now. I wonder if it deals with his struggles, but it's actually on the soundtrack to one of my favorite shows, The Godfather of Harlem, starring Forrest oh, Whitaker. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's on Epics, and it starts back tonight. And it's a song that DMX did with Swiss Beats and French Montana. Excellent. And it's 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 aggressive. The song is aggressive. Ooh. You know DMX in it. It's gonna be. I know, right? <laughs> no, no. You know he got <laughs> it. Hey, but let, let me let me do uh, just real quick, um, and then we you know we're gonna do it right after we finish this. We're gonna call our contestant before we do our um, stay woke report. We're gonna call uh, our next contestant for the uh, Know Your G contest okay. right I, one this. more quick thing yeah but ready look, for this oh yeah yeah go ahead real quick go ahead okay uh, i just want to say people are saying now that there's a bad boy curse of people that deal with puffy now you know um allegedly he was reaching out to the rapper black rob uh, who went online last week to do a condolence to dmx and he did not look good black rob mm. remember like whoa yeah. back in the day and if you saw him you would say whoa four strokes respiratory problems ah. he was homeless teeth fell out unfortunately black rob passed away yesterday oh man <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so I Where's think Puffy power? can still step up and pay his expenses because I'm just guessing that Black Rob didn't have any insurance or a life insurance policy. And I just say, is there a bad boy curse? You got Faith Evans. She ended up in rehab a couple of times. You got Biggie, Craig Mack, and now Black Rob. They are deceased. 112 ended up broke and bankrupt, and they're fighting amongst each other. And then you've got Total, and they're just totally broke. So if Puffy says, I want to sign you to my label, you better run, run, run. But you run. almost you almost got to just say... Is there a 90s R&B industry curse? Because, <laughs> you know, look at TLC. I mean, you can go down the list, man, of, of some of the artists that came out of the 90s. But they're not Tony dead Braxton. Rehab, yeah, but, you no. know, they took a hit financially. I mean, oh, they did. Yeah. Tony Braxton? Tony no. Braxton. It was look like at, the 90s. Know. The 90s, the R&B artists made so much money. Uh, did so well on the charts, but financially, man, you know they got taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Even, you know, it was just rough. New edition, yeah, new Boys edition. Boys to men. Um, they needed oh, Jackie yeah. Mack. Yes, they did. Jackie. Oh, Mack. yes, they did. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're gonna do like call Nugent, call call uh, Jackie. Yeah. No, there we go. There we go. Hey, y'all, real Jackie's quick. Back. You know, real quick. Um, and then we're gonna call our contestant. Then we're gonna do our, our stay woke, and then we're gonna wrap this thing up. But uh, I gotta mention this because you know, you know, I gotta mention this, Tanya B. I can't believe you didn't put this on the report because this is the week uh, that we lost Prince. We lost Prince on uh, April twenty first. Um, you know, at the age of uh, twenty sixteen. 
Um, a morning i told you they opened up paisley park for the people to come in and see the urn of princess ashes and i hear people saying all these things that are happening now is because prince is not pleased up to and including the foot of snow that fell in boston prince is not pleased and and, you know he 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 would have been this year uh on his birthday on june 7th would have been 62 uh but the good thing is though and and i'll say this uh because i did and i'll make sure i post the story um, the 60 minutes piece on the podcast page, but it was actually a really good story. And, and I do think the the folks who are working within Paisley right now and releasing the stuff from the vaults, it's, I think it's in good hands. I mean, based on the folks I'm seeing who are handling the music. Okay. So, so I will say this, the, there is an album due um, of mm-hmm. course on in July, uh, 12th, July 2nd, I think yep, July 2nd. Um, and, um, it is the, uh, it was due back in 2010. He never released it. So, uh, I'll keep, we'll keep you guys updated, but I just wanted to let you know, I wanted to make sure I have that YouTube video of the 60 minute piece. I want to put that on the podcast page. It's a, it was a great piece. It aired last week and, um, and it was a really good piece on Prince. And, and, uh, you know what I want to yeah. say, shout yeah, out to his sister. I say it's Tyka, I believe is her name. She's, I guess yeah. the executrix of his estate. Apparently she's got a Jackie Mac and she's got seasoned professional advisors that are assisting her in executing things with his estate correctly and yeah. doing things correctly. seems like she's out of all of his siblings. She is the brains of the operation. So I just say shout out to her. And I believe she has a Jackie Mac somewhere on her team and things are just being done right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not always happy about the, the, uh, you know, the tributes where he, they got his ashes, you know, everywhere. I mean, I, I mean, not everywhere, but in the urn, you know, it's just like some of that stuff is just ridiculous. But I think as long as they keep it to the releasing of the stuff in the vault, you know, I, I, I'm i all for that. I mean, you can never get enough Prince music. And they said they've got enough music in the vault right now to go through the millennium. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think more than he released when he was alive. Yes. Yeah, yeah more than he released. So cool. Mm-hmm. Kudos to them. And uh, again, I'll post the uh, 60 Minutes piece in the podcast page. Let me do this. Um, Our, our next winner is Howard. Uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the one who always, uh, reaches out about your, uh, your recipes. recipes. Yeah. So let me, I'm gonna try, y'all, I'm gonna try. I am going to make an attempt to give him a call okay. live. So, so hang on. Give me a minute. Give me, give me a sec here. All right. Let's see. Here we go. All right. Hang on. Can y'all hear that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I hope you still here. Hey, this is Howard. Howard, what's up, man? Can you hear me? I can hear you clear, brother. What's going on? What's going on? Don't, hey, don't say nothing crazy because you're on the air. <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, let me get out here. I'm at the Lowe's store, too. Okay, I won't say anything. How y'all doing, man? Good oh, from you. man. You know, we're doing the podcast live, and, uh, and and you're the winner, man. You're the next winner. Or You got you to gotta answer some questions for us, though, as you oh, know. Oh, man. Okay. You know how we play okay. the contest. First, I'm going to spin the wheel. And then basically uh, we'll find out what category you're going to do. Okay. So, so that hang on, hang on for a minute. You might be able to hear this. You might not, but I think everybody can hear it. So here we go. Let's go ahead and spin the wheel. Spinning the wheel. All right. The category is know your news. So, okay. So all you got to do, Howard, is know your news, okay? By the way, Howard, you're in the, you're in the ATL, right? 
I am, yes. You're an ATL. Okay, so, you know, we you, you listen to the show, so you know all the stuff we talk about, and, and you know, you always comment on Tanya B's recipe. So here we go. All you got to do is get three out of five, and you win. All right? Okay. So, okay. So question number one, this high-profile case is wrapping up in Minneapolis. What is the name of the officer on trial accused of killing George Floyd? I say, yeah, you would give me the tough part. I knew it was George Floyd. The officer, C-H-A-U-V-A-N. That's close. That's close enough. That's close enough. We'll give it to you. Okay. We'll give it to you. Uh, His name is Derek uh, Chauvin. So, so very good. Chauvin, okay. All right. So you got that. That's one. All right. This officer has been recently charged with killing Dante Wright just 10 to 15 miles from the Chauvin trial. Now, the name of the city is shared with a city in New York. What's the name of the city in Minneapolis? Okay, so her name, uh, her name is Pat. Uh, no, it's a two-word no, name. The name of the city. Uh, name of the city, yeah. Gee. Uh, and it's shared uh, with a city in New York. It's shared with an area in New York. New York. And I only need one word. Uh, I don't need both of them. Just one. Okay. Okay, I'm thinking, and I'm looking for it in my mind, but I can't seem to think of the name of it, but I know it's, I can't think of that one, Tom. That is Brooklyn. That is Brooklyn. 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 That's what we're looking for. Brooklyn Brooklyn Central. Central. Yeah, that's it. Brooklyn Central. Okay. All right. All I needed was Brooklyn, but that's cool. That's cool. So you got one so far. You got, you got uh, three more and all you need to get is two, two out of, two out of those. He is referred to as the Floyd family attorney and, and Reverend Al calls him. America's black AG. And he's been representing a lot of these cases. What is the name of the attorney? Yeah, that's Tanya, that's Tanya B's favorite friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, chase. I can see his bald head, man. I can't think of his name. What? Um, I can, <laughs> can I give a hint? Right now. Gonna give him a hint. Um, did you ever watch Andy Griffith? I did. The Andy Griffith show back in the day? I did. Uh-huh. Okay. Andy had a girlfriend. Her name was Helen. She was Opie's teacher, and her last name is the same as this media money grubbing ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> rhymes um, with rhymes with the last president. His last rhymes name. with dump. Uh, huh? What's his name? Um his name is um. Benjamin Crump? Very good. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I knew that guy. We don't want to lose. He's a a major avalanche chaser, but go ahead. (laughs) All right. All you need is one more, man. One more. All right. This pharmaceutical company recently paused supplying vaccines in the U.S. due to six people in the U.S. developing blood clots. Okay. So I know this one because I took that shot. And I'm glad it's mostly affecting ladies. Well, I don't want it to affect anybody, but it's affecting ladies mostly. And that's Johnson what and Johnson. What did you say? You're glad it's affecting ladies. I used to love you, Howard. No recipes for you. Next. No, 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 no. I didn't mean it that way, but I'm saying I took J and J, so I'm glad I, I'm not really gonna be impacted. But I don't want it to affect anybody. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. I know I know you mean well. <laughs> Let me dig yeah. you out. Let me dig you out, man. All right, I know you did. Hey Howard, you you got you got uh the three out of five, man. So let me give it up for you, bro. And um, we're going to send you a gift certificate for 25 bucks, man. Be looking out for it soon. 
Um, Great. Ch- hey, check is in the mail, as they say. I got you. No worries. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay it forward. I love this show. I usually listen on Mondays. I love uh, Yo Tanya B. And my man, uh, Vasitas, you know, he's my brother. I love you guys all. Thomas, I appreciate what you do, man. I thank, really do. Thank you so much, man, and congratulations. And, uh, hey, uh, can you get me um, a hammer? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Take- picking up some, I'm picking up some cherry tomatoes at the uh, Lowe's Depot down here on, on Carolina Street, you know. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you said Lowe's, <laughs> like Lowe's uh, hardware. Okay, cool. I got you. I got you. Take yeah, care, man. in my neighborhood. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, man. Oh, thank okay. you. All right. I love you. Take it easy. Bye. All right, now. Thanks, Howard. See, it was just, the, just that easy. Just that easy. Um, we, we got him and, um, you know, of course, all you got to do is go to castropolis.net, go to castropolis.net and, uh, all you got to do is sign up. That's it. And, uh, if we choose your name, you know, come on the show and just answer three out of five and congratulations, Howard, we will hook you up y'all. Let's go to break and we're going to come back with the, uh, stay woke report. We'll be right. We'll be right back after this. Now I'm down, but I'm down for something positive in the community. Are you down for that? It's the Stay Woke Report with Y.O. It's another edition of the Stay Woke Report. Black Buffalo police officer fired for trying to stop chokehold wins ruling to get pension. Imagine serving 19 years as a cop in Buffalo, New York. Then one day your life turns for the worse by being fired and losing your pension. One year shy of serving the 20 years required to receive it. All of this happens after stopping your fellow police officer from choking a man who is handcuffed. This sounds all too familiar as we have currently witnessed the death of George Floyd and quite a few others in the same type situation. If only some of the cops in these incidents had the heart of Carrie L. Horn, we wouldn't have seen so many people die at the mercy of police brutality, especially so many black and brown people. So, in 2006, Carrie O'Horn stopped her fellow white police officer from going too far with the chokehold on an arrested person. In 2008, she was fired for doing so. According to her, the other cops on the scene exaggerated the story by saying she jumped on the white officer's back to stop him from choking the suspect and endangered their lives by doing so. Even if that did happen... That way, it wasn't as extreme as the injustice the arrested suspect was experiencing. But she said she simply stopped him by hitting him on the back. Plus, the person being arrested was handcuffed. Mm. I just don't get it. 13 years after being fired, the city of Buffalo will grant Carrie L. Horn back pay and her pension. It doesn't stop right there. She has no regrets because she saved a man's life. Horn also helped create legislation in Buffalo called Carriel's Law and encourages cities across the nation to do the same. I'm with her on this. The Carriel's Law obligates officers to intervene and seek to legally protect those who do. 
This has been another edition of the Stay Woke Report, reminding y'all to stay woke. I got to give it to her for that. Big time. That's awesome. That's an awesome story. She did the right thing. She paid the price. But, you know, I just hope that, um, you know, like I said, she did the right thing. And I guess that law is not applicable to, uh, what, Minnesota? No, not yet. It's, it, and, and that's the thing. A lot of these laws, and why I, I, I think why I was here, um, but a lot of these laws are happening within the states or the areas, the cities uh, that the offense occurs. And that's why it's so important um, for Congress to act. You know what I mean? Um, and, and go ahead. Why are you there? I think. Yeah, I'm here. I pre- we, we appreciate you, you doing this story. It means a lot right now because, um, you know, Tanya B mentioned the fact that, you know, the law is applicable uh, to her, you know, Buffalo, uh, but not national yet. And, and that's why it's right. so important that uh, that Congress is involved in all these situations. You know, uh, the you know, Congressional Black Caucus, uh, the uh, you know, NAACP, all our national organizations need to be engaged because all this is ammunition to take, you know, to on the national level and, and try to get, you know, the George Floyd policing bill passed. So, um, you know, kudos. Thank you so much for doing that story. Thank, thanks for doing that story. And again, y'all, if you, if no problem, no problem. Yeah, if you have any feedback um, or any, any, um, you know, suggestions for stay woke or any of the stories we do uh, reach out to us at four, one, three, five, five, six, nine, five, four, six, Four one three five five six nine five four six. Love your feedback, and again, thank you so much, Wild, for the Stay Woke report. Um, you know, y'all. Um, I'm gonna bring up a couple of things before we roll, but um, you know, I I, I want to shout out the Caribbean island of Saint Vincent because I just don't hear enough on on the news right now what these folks are going through um you know I, y'all y'all familiar with the story y'all know what's going on in St. Vincent shed some light on it because you you please do you enlightened me yeah. I did not know there's so much we're bombarded yeah. with so much about what's going on over here but yeah. please enlighten the people including well, me you know the Caribbean island of St. of St. Vincent um they have a volcano uh and let me make sure I get this right uh La Sof- La is uh, it's a French name um, it began erupting at the end of 2020, but it went full blown just about a week ago. So this is, you know, it's Caribbean. So, it, you know, it's black. It's us. 16 to 20,000 people are impacted. And for nearly a week, I mean, we're talking about gas, molten rock, ash, uh, 10,000 feet or more with 10,000 10, kilometers as they, you know, they use the metric system. But they refer to you know ten thousand kilometers in the air, and if you can imagine just every bit of your property, your area. I think the east part of the island took it the biggest hit, but you know you're talking about molten rock, you're talking about gas, all this stuff on their mountainside, and um, you know residents have been displaced. Uh, the UN is getting involved. Uh, they don't have clean water. They don't have electricity. Um, you know, there is, um, you know, some humanitarian effort being placed from the UN, uh, the U S of course, the U S is right now trying to get their people out, you know, because, you know, we have staff, you know, U S staff, but, um, you know, you add this on 
not only are they dealing with this, but they're dealing with COVID-19. So can you imagine something like this happening and you're already dealing and struggling with COVID too? So, you know, just, you know, shout out. If they, if they have any kind, I think they're going to be doing some outreach from the UN to offer some kind of benefit to the island of St. Vincent. Uh, they should, because these aren't rich people, you know. Now, Go ahead. You know what you got to think about, Tommy? Think about that. You said COVID. Think mm. about people that were being treated for COVID that were in hospitals that probably the generators are going to run out eventually people that were in for, you know, say people that are on oxygen, people that might be in ICU. So you have that other segment of the population that's probably going to end up suffering because unless they give them priority and move them off the island somewhere else, think about the people that are, you know, getting treated for uh, just different medical situations. And again, the people that are dealing with COVID. Now, if they take them and put them all on that cruise ship, like that picture I saw, yeah, yep. they may have a super spreader and yeah. it will just get worse. And where are these, where are these people, where are they going? Yeah. Where are they are relocating them to? I think what they do is just take them out on, on the cruise ship. Cause you know, you can stay for, you know, an indefinite period of time on a cruise ship. Um, you know, that's what those ships are made for. So, you know, they'll take them out and basically just, um, you know, dock and bring them back when they need supplies. But but they'll you know, they'll have to live on the on the cruise ship, not not on the you know, there's always a light side of this, you know, where, you know, they I watched uh, the BBC was doing a um, some interviews with people on the island. So there were some brothers who didn't leave. You know, they told people to evacuate because there was one area that was hit real hard. So you know what they were talking about, right? They said, well, we couldn't leave because they had their weed. <laughs> they, they, like, <laughs> they, That's they, worse than the people that they, wouldn't leave for Katrina. Are you serious? Yes, the, the brother said, the brother said, no mind, no mind. Wow. No mind, I got my weed. Because they had, I guess at the base of, of part of the mountain, they were growing weed. They had a farm. So they're like, we ain't leaving the weed. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Somebody might get it and make some money off of it, you know. So, so, so they the lava didn't burn the weed. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's, that's dumb. That's didn't burn it. Look, the residue on the weed. They flying. Said, what do you say? Lava. They you know said, what? They need, they're, no, they're right where they need to be. Leave their answers right over and let them flow. It might smoke. The it might smoke better with the lava on there. I don't know. <laughs> Damn, you know what? You never know. <laughs> you never know, George. George, that's another. George said, "You know what did George say?" Oh, you got. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, what did George Clinton say? What did he say? It may not heal, what? but it removed. <laughs> the <phone? laughs> no, I'm joking. Let me stop. But anyway, that's what they were saying. Oh, they they, they, asked, look, look, they I'm, lost I'm everything. I'm dead. Without the clothes on their backs, these people have lost everything. I'm dead serious. The it. brothers said, the, the reporter asked them, why are you still here? And they said, we got our weed, man. We, that's, our, that's how we make our living. We had, we got to, they had some hotel rooms that were empty, and they were stocking it up. There's nobody yeah. there to buy any weed. Who's going to buy weed? No, but they're trying, to, they're, the trying to ship it. they're trying to save it. They ship it. Yeah, they got to uh, make some loot, you know. They they ship. I guess they can ship it to what? New Jersey is legal. <laughs> America. Uh, Massachusetts. Cali. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. You, say, what, what? <laughs> you can smoke weed on Philly, too, so I guess well, they better hurry up. Oh, no, they can't ship it because there's no post office. They should have gotten on the boat. Wyo, did you say making? No, nah, I didn't say making, but hey, it might as well be. <laughs> I said dating. Oh, yeah, you said dating. 
Oh no, but but you know, on a serious tip, I mean, but they it was it was just interesting that they tried to balance out the story and get the everybody's everybody you know has a reason for staying. But but I will say, you know, for all those folks who are being a band, uh, being uh, shipped away, man, uh, just listen out. And if I if I hear of any kind of benefit or any any anything uh, any fund, which I think will be coming from the UN. That's going to be legitimate. I'll make sure I post that on the podcast page. Okay. Hey, before we close, y'all got any last minute stuff? I'll start with you, Vi, on your end because you've been kind of quiet. Your your doorbell's been going off every five minutes. So the, every been, five minutes. So what you got oh, going yeah. on? What you got going? Any any last minute shout outs or you got anything you want to mention? Talk about. Uh, I, all I would say, like the, I asked me how about the racist stuff going on. Everybody saw about the, about the soldier. Mm, yeah. On pace, and we faced. I mean, the military, we face the same thing everybody has faced. Mm-hmm. But just thank God that guy only E5. This sort. He had to been ranked a little bit higher. Who knows? Yeah. But it's been going on for a while. It's always been going on for a while. Yeah. You know, I really thought that was a prank. Doing, yeah. No, no. The military do a good job of uh, covering their stuff up. And that's the problem right now. With the cameras and everything, stuff coming out. And they got they having to face it now. So yeah. you're talking about the brother that got pepper sprayed by the police? Was that last? Mm-hmm. What about no, no, no. this? They were just no, no. It was about this this young. It was this young male, black man. He was just walking in the neighborhood. Yeah, right. That nut in South Carolina, yeah. right? And this sergeant, he's a sergeant, and he confronted the guy, told me, "Get you know what you're doing here. Get on the guy, trying to explain to him, I live here." Yeah, yeah. Trayvon Martin. Yeah, he just mm-hmm. almost, literally almost. You know, I don't think he jumped on the guy, but he. He physically pushed the guy in there. Then going, but the guy said, "You know, I live here. Yeah, so that's true. why I'm walking." Yeah, yeah. Lawsuit, bankrupt. Stay away. Stay away, bankrupt. <laughs> well, he ain't got no money. If you you gonna sue him? Because the military done that. He did that on his own. Yeah, so true. He five. He ain't got no money, so you can't get blood from a rock. And his, take his, his, house. his, take his, his house. I'm pretty take sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure his career is over because they're gonna kick him out. Eventually, saying, but he, if he has any asset, if he has a car or a home, they can put a lien on it and they can take that in unless lieu of he, money. Unless he's and, rich and sue his wife too. With his rank, he ain't got. How about that? like I said, he got too. some money stashed somewhere. But whatever it is, just because take his cat. I mean, <laughs> this they said this young man could have been another Trayvon Martin. Yeah, so think true. about it. So true, right? Mm-hmm. All right, K Dub, what you got? Oh, just for the listeners out there and they get into the entertainment, I'm just going to uh, recap what they were talking about. Musicians and creative people and artists, get you an attorney and an accountant that's good at what they do, not <laughs> your buddies. It ain't going to work. Yep. Guarantee you. Referrals. And then send them to me because I'll send them back to you with the attorney. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Diligent. Why, yeah. why oh, what you got? I just want to tell everybody to grow a garden. Um, I've been helping my mom today. We put a fence around it because she hate cats, hates cats. And they go in there mm-hmm. and I think they think it's their limit. But um, I mean, it's the joy. It's rewarding to, to see it, to plant it, to see it grow and, you know, and to harvest from it. So I just like to tell everybody to do that. That is excellent. Good grow advice. A garden. That, yeah. Yeah. That, you're right. That's good. Howard, see, Howard was at Lowe's buying tomato plants, right? Yep. Yes, he sure mm-hmm. was. Yeah, that's what he said. Yep. All that's right, good, because uh, a lot of the fruits and stuff yeah. got stuff in them and make them look good, but really not good. They make them appear Pesticide. to be healthy. Yeah, and, and that stuff, too. Yep, all that. But mm-hmm. it's okay. my two cents. All right, Tanya mm-hmm. V? 
Um, I just want to say that uh, I I appreciate and I was enlightened and educated by our guest, Jackie Mack. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that she came on. Uh, don't forget, next week we're going to have a uh, registered nurse, uh, Keisha Brown on. She's going to talk about myths and realities of COVID and talk about um, the importance of vitamin B12 and you know, just the whole COVID vaccine thing. So this is going to be factual. She's a uh, a registered nurse, and she's got a lot of experience and will share that with us. So please join us for that. And uh, listen to The Bird Wire on Fridays at 10, bringing you the best independent music from all around the globe, independent only all Dizay. Excellent, excellent. So, Bird Wire. Can, sure. is, hey, Wild, does that include the hydroponic? Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> no. Well, you know, I went to pick up some chicken. <laughs> I went to pick up some chicken wire at the at the Ace, oh yeah, I went to Ace. But um, yeah, the guy in there was telling me about a lot of people, you know, not even putting their 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 garden in the dirt nowadays. They're just getting the P- PCV or PVC, whatever it is, pipe, and putting holes in it, and just mm-hmm. like some type of um water water infiltration system you build, and and you don't even put it in the ground. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I know. So, what that I don't is. know. We, mm-hmm. we may have to try something like that. Okay. Okay, good deal. Hey, y'all, just a, just a couple of quick things, and and you know what we got to do. Uh, Vise is waiting in the wings. So, uh, but I, just a couple of things here. Um, you know, one thing I can say about Republicans, and and I try, I, I try to you know be kind of a independent, bipartisan, but you can't really side with they. So cra- it's so crazy now. You can't do. You can't even a- approach this stuff. But but I will say, when they get in, they will wield their power. They don't they don't have an agenda, but but they throw that power around. Uh, But it just seems like the Democrats, man, and, and, you know, they had a chance or have a chance to add to the Supreme Court and they walk away from it. You know, and and, and some people will say, well, you know, they don't want to start something, but it's been done before, you know, And, and we're not it's not like we're in normal times. You know, we need the gun legislation. You know, our democracy is under attack with, uh, you know, we need the H.R. 1 for voting, you know, the, the George Floyd policing bill. So, you know, and, and then, you know, the, the, my concern is the fact that we Georgia went so hard to get our two senators in and they're not even going to approach um, McConnell about removing the filibuster. So it's it's just, you know, I don't get it. I mean, it's like play or go home if if you're not if you're not going, you know, and I think they're so concerned about losing their job and approval ratings. You know, you just got to do what's best for the people now. I just hope they grow a spine, grow a backbone. See, Vi already shaking his head. <laughs> I know what Vi's going to say. Vi's I like, hope so, you know. And, you know, yeah. and you look at it like that, and just to, to talk about this whole, this crazy law, and yeah. I'm thinking about leaving Georgia. This is how crazy it is. Yeah, but stupid. also think of the people, not the Deltas or the Coca-Colas, but I think Will Smith made a huge statement when he said he would not be filming his movie here. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, but, the, um, but the Black Panther said they're not moving theirs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, also Black, Black Ryan Coogler said, said he, said he, he was, yeah. I guess, in a quandary about uh, Black Panther here. But it's like, dude, really? Yeah, he's he's already said he's going to fight within the state. He's not, gonna... he's not moving. He's he's going to fight within the state. So, so Somebody but, yeah, get ahead. Tyler Perry on him, on the phone. Yeah, Tyler ain't got a choice. Tyler got real Tyler estate here. He can't. Tyler ain't moving nowhere either. 
He's he's made a serious. <laughs> he got that fork. Yes, <laughs> you got the fork. <laughs> What's TD Jakes going to do? That's going to be just, interesting. You know. That's going to be interesting because that was in the works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whew, man, I, I just you know I just hate to see these folks. I mean, it's either you know I hate to say it, shit or get off the pot. Go hard or go home. If you don't want, if, if you don't want to be there, if you just want to you know keep a position and keep good or quote unquote good, decent approval ratings. We don't need you, man. I mean, it's like, right. We work, we work too. And I say, cause I, I'm a Georgia resident. We, and all of us that, that live in Georgia, it's like, we work too damn hard to get them and they better, they better bring it. And I'm, I'm a little disappointed with Ossoff about this Japanese battery factory that he's yeah. trying to say, Oh, it's going to bring jobs to the area. Yeah. It, it's, I'm like, you know, and I, and I know, he sell his soul. Yeah. I know folks are saying, well, you know, that's why I don't vote, but, but you know, we still need to vote. We still need to engage the process, but we still need, and, but I'm gonna hold these people accountable. Bottom line is, you know, don't don't get up and do nothing. And and I'm I'm sorry, you know, CBC, get get it together and put pressure. I would I mean, I'm going to say this and I'm going to let it go. I would go to Biden and say, if you don't do what's needed to stop them from killing our children in the streets, then we're not mm-hmm. going to support you on infrastructure, period. We're not voting for infrastructure. What about that? Then I'd, I mean, then I'd walk out of the room. And I, you know, you know, just right. hold, hold to it. Yeah. Did you all hear where Kumo made the statement that you know things won't change unless white people's children start getting killed? Oh, Cuomo, mm-hmm. which one? Cuomo what? in New York, the governor, or or CNN? I got him, Kumo. Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kumo D. Um, <laughs> who said it? Kumo yeah. D. <laughs> the one, the governor. The governor I mean, of New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that. But you know what? Cuomo. You know what? Yo, unfortunately, he's right. Yep. He is right. He sure is absolutely is. right. Yeah, he's right. I mean, because here's the thing: black this parents kid, were saying it for years. People at the, the FedEx. This Go ahead. kid, he said he was 19. Looked like he was 12. He already had a gun. The cops took it from him. The one thing I will say: I give his parents kudos for reporting him to the authorities, but they still didn't do anything. Yeah, but you know what? They reported him, Tanya B. They took the shotgun, but then a year later, he was able to buy two rifles. What the hell? <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. That's what I'm, yeah, exactly. You got fired from FedEx. Where are you getting money to buy anyway? It's too easy, too easy. to get a gun now because sure there's no is. gun show to go to, so there's no paper trail when you buy these things off of the internet, or they use the three D those three D guns or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's like the cops are out. They're out ammunition. I know there's no such word, but you know they 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 win. They lose the fight. They wouldn't win it. They lose it. Yeah. Okay. You can buy guns but, off the internet. Oh yes. But what they do, what they do, Wyo, and what she's that. referring to is, you know, they have uh, the printers, these new printers. And basically, they sell the plans for these new 3D printers. And you can actually create a gun from a 3D printer. From the plan. Mm. Wow. In your house. You can print. Okay. Yeah. Here it. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's what's Scary. up. That's what's up with that. Hey, y'all, let's yeah. let's uh, you, you know what time it is. Um, you know, he's he's armed. He's ready to do his thing. So y'all know what time it is. Let's go ahead and do it. No, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. Did you know that God wants to make a trade with you? He has a standing offer every minute of every day. And it's amazing how a few of us actually take him up on it. He wants you to give him all your cares, problems, and failure. 
In return, he give us the protection, stability, and joy. That's the amazing blessing and privilege of being cared for by him. Psalms 55, verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee, and he shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. All I'm saying is, if you have any problems, any worry, or anything difficult going in your life, ask God, and he will take care of you. As long as you keep the faith and prayers, he got you. Amen. Amen. Amen, Vi. Good word. Good word, Vi. Amen. I'm going to give you, let me just go Amen. ahead. Amen. Amen. And, and patience, you have to trust in him. It doesn't happen overnight, not immediately. You got to be patient. You got to be still. And as the song says, let God be God. Yes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And not I'm calling you. It's not going to happen in your time. It's going to happen in his time. Absolutely. And, you, know, you know, Vi, I'm going to go ahead and make sure before I put on my George Clinton and my P-Funk and, and my Eddie Hazel, I'm going to pray. Yeah. I'm going to pray for <laughs> Look at <laughs> Look at Kate. <laughs> and my mother's Kata. finest. Whatever, whatever works. Grow your anything, garden, Tommy B. Anything yeah. but the die. Anything but the die. All right, y'all. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, y'all, I, I, you know, greatly appreciate all the work you guys do. want to say, you know, Tanya B, congrats on the new show. Uh, thank you. Y.O., keep doing your thing in the Mac town. I wanted to play that Mark Morrison. Return of the Mac. Return the Mac. <laughs> Every time you know, I Return of the Mac. That song is a jam. Uh, I think it's Chris Brown is sampling that song now. Oh, yeah. That's the jam. Also, oh, yeah. Before we go, Tanya B got a new show. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. She plays independent artists, and and uh, you got to make sure you connect with her because it's on at ten o'clock on Friday nights Eastern, and it is on Saturdays repeat at noon, um, noon Eastern. So uh, Friday night at ten, Saturday at noon. Yep. Independent only. The best music out there that people need to hear. Up, so I just look up. up the bird wire on, on the internet. Yep. Yep. But no, no, no. Go to go to castropolis.net. Go to castropolis.net. Okay. The player is on the website. Uh that's the stream that we're actually on right now. So just go to castropolis.net, hit that player, and the show airs every uh I mean oh, there's always something on, always a podcast, but you can definitely check her out. Uh, again, Friday nights at 10, uh Saturdays at noon. All right, y'all. Hey, with that, uh So she's 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 she's, she's She's live. Oh, She's yes. live Friday well, night. Well, well she kind of live. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Kinda... I'm live. I'm live with it. I, I get nice with it. Trust me. Yeah, she always. I believe you. She, yeah, she there. She do. She puts it down. It's a great show. It is a great show. Hey, y'all. With that, y'all. Uh, thank you so much. And episode seventy-seven is in the can, and we are out of here. Peace. 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 Keep your mask on, people. COVID is not gone. Right. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.